This is Vanderbilt Business, a podcast about the students, faculty, and staff at Vanderbilt's Owen Graduate School of Management. Through our stories, we hope to give listeners a better picture of the people who shape our community here in Nashville and the world around us. This week, we continue our Career Insider series with a look at two different internship paths, operations and general management. We talked with Ben Rasmus, who's interning at Lando Lakes in an operations capacity, and Yashar Piraste, a Leaders to Executives intern at T-Mobile. Sandy Kinnett and Emily Anderson of the Career Management Center conducted the interviews. Hello, this is Ben. Hey, Ben. It's Sandy Kinnett from the Career Management Center. Hey, Sandy. How's it going? It's going really well. How are you doing? I'm just fine, thanks. So where do I find you today? I am in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. I'm actually um, on my lunch break on my second day of orientation with the food and agriculture business or company, uh, Lando Lakes, where I'm interning this summer. That's awesome. Well, good. Well, I hope day two is going well. Hopefully uh, it's everything that you hoped it would be and more. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. We heard from the um, CEO and the executive team, and uh, it's kind of a really interesting and fun company, and I'm, I'm excited for the summer. Just for, for our listeners today, I'd love to get you to walk me through your resume and share your introduction and how you ended up at Owen and ultimately at Land of Lakes doing your internship. Yeah, you bet. So um, I grew up in the Minneapolis area and actually headed out west to Pacific Lutheran University for my undergraduate just south of Seattle, and um, where I majored in Chinese studies and communication and became really interested in, in China. Ended up spending a few years in China and Taiwan, became conversational in uh, Chinese language. Ended up moving to Seattle, back where my college was, and I uh, got involved with nonprofit work in the Seattle area, which I really enjoyed, and was a program director for a nonprofit called Rotary First Harvest. It's affiliated with uh, Rotary International, and it was a, a really uh, great and uh, meaningful uh, short career I had out there for about uh, six, seven years as a program director of a project that would rescue unused food from farms and orchards. So we would go out and glean leftover uh, fruits and vegetables. Got me very interested in uh, food and agriculture. And I had a background undergrad and very more liberal arts focus and really didn't right. know a whole lot about supply chain operations. And uh, doggone it, I wanted to, to get an MBA and learn all about that. And so i fortunate enough to, to land at Vanderbilt with the own school of management and have one year under my belt there and, and really still on that path right now. So I'm very interested in, in food, agriculture, where our food's coming from, issues of sourcing sustainability and working this summer on operations, supply chain, international logistics uh, with Lando Lakes and um, really hoping to further that interest and in those hard skill sets this summer and, and carry that through my second year and hopefully start a career. And ultimately, I really want to work with uh, these issues, uh, hopefully from the corporate social responsibility and sustainability side. Yeah, Uh, that's great. Well, um, tell me a little bit about what the recruiting process was like. Right. Well, when I first got to Owen, I feel like I was, I'd done some uh, networking and interviewing before, but was kind of a rookie at it. And I really took advantage of everything that the Career uh, Management Center had to offer CMC had to offer as far as building my resume, trying to optimize how I was networking, 
um, really taking advantage of all the companies that visited school early and got comfortable uh, talking about my resume, talking about my career goals, where I want to go, how I wanted to leverage my, my path with an MBA for, for future success. And I think without that coaching, I, I wouldn't have been as successful as I, as I ha- have been. And then I think I may be a bit of an outlier in that I was pretty focused on the industry that I wanted to, to land in, in food and agriculture. And geographically, there aren't as many opportunities around the Nashville area with that. So I knew I'd probably have to do a little bit of searching on my own. And I, I worked on uh, personal uh, networking as well to, to make some connections in the Twin Cities where I grew up and still have family. I, I like to joke for my internship, I had kind of a small sandbox that I was uh, digging in, <laughs> really looking at three companies that offered MBA internships in this field uh, that were food companies, and Lando Lakes was one of them in the Twin Cities. And uh, I, I networked really hard with uh, Lando Lakes and General Mills and Cargill, and Lando Lakes is where I ended up uh, getting my first offer with and was really happy with with the offer and the opportunity and really it's the type of work that I wanted to do so was really happy to be at orientation right now and kind of see how this all unfolds over the summer. Absolutely well you know it's funny thinking back to a time that that we met I know that you know like what you were saying about being in a small sandbox and focusing in on Minneapolis or the Twin Cities and talking about how even some of your networking contacts at the different companies knew each other and deftly managing those relationships and being transparent in your communications with your networking contacts since since there was some overlapping there so that's good. Yeah, and I know you were really helpful uh, with those conversations as well. And I was, <laughs> the, my contact at General Mills actually suggested that I, I take the internship at Lando Lakes, <laughs> which was pretty funny, just because such an oppor- such an internship didn't exist at General Mills. And he, he thought that, from his perspective, Lando Lakes was doing some really interesting and creative things in this topic, and that that I would learn a lot. So. Hearing that from kind of an expert in the industry also was was helpful, but you're right. I had to kind of navigate that. (laughs) Yeah, uh, those relationships that you think sometimes going into the recruiting process that everything's going to be very individual, but I think, you know, it's a good lesson in that as you develop relationships and really start to build trust with people that you're talking to at different organizations, it can end up taking a different turn. What would you say some of the challenges are with, having that particular narrow focus and and really being able to get some traction with that type of search. Right. Well, few of it was just the, the scheduling. I know different companies recruit at, at different times and some companies that may be interested in hiring interns, they just don't start the process until a little bit later and then juggling a, an offer with, well, you uh, thank the organization for providing an offer, but then maybe sit on it or even turn it down in hopes of uh, getting a better offer, but then maybe that offer won't, won't come. And so it's kind of a definitely a balancing act to, to think about. You want to maybe take some risk, but also not be too reckless in uh, opportunities that you're pursuing and think you'll get every internship that you apply for, because that's certainly not the case. It's awfully competitive and also trying to navigate it uh, remotely, I think myself yeah. and a lot of my um, classmates were recruiting. You're talking with companies all over the the country, or even the world in some cases, and uh, trying to become uh, good at 
having conversations over the phone and not just in person. And that can be a little bit difficult if you don't hear back from someone right away. Like, how long do you wait till you talk to them again with an email or follow up with a phone call? I know yeah. uh, there was one case where I just didn't really hear back and I was really excited about uh, connecting with this person and just didn't no doors open so you just kind of move on and don't take it personally which I think that was also really good it's kind of a numbers game what we heard from from you and your office that you really just need to put yourself out there and put yourself out there uh, quite a few times so um, let's transition a little bit from the recruiting process and to what your expectations are with the internship and if you've gotten I know you're only on day two here so have you gotten an idea more specifically about what your projects will be or from the recruiting process? Did you have any indication on what some of the projects potentially could be? Right. Uh, I haven't met my uh, direct manager yet. I'll do that on Friday after this orientation's over. And uh, it's been a l- little bit murky about the exact detail of the, the project. Uh, they keep on saying that all the projects are very worthwhile and they're not busy work and uh, they're just trying to create projects for the sake of creating them. So I am really excited to learn more about the details. Uh, interestingly, though, um, Lando Lakes is best known uh, for their butter and their dairy. So that's only about a third Absolutely. of their business line. Absolutely. I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> great, I need, maybe great, you need uh, to dial that back a little bit. but <laughs> uh, They've been pushing it, but I'm they also have two other business lines, so I'm actually working oh, with cool. their animal feed um, business line, and so they provide a lot of uh, animal feed to uh, livestock, such as horses, cattle, dairy, and other uh, farm animals, and even uh-huh. zoo animals, too. And so I'm working with the animal feed aspect, and it's an international division, so they have product that goes into the animal feed that's from... Canada as well, and then also from Mexico, and so there's a North American supply chain that that we'll be looking at. I'm not exactly sure what pieces of that puzzle necessarily I'll be researching or or, or digging into, but I know that whatever it is, it should be really exciting and interesting. How many other interns are in your cohort? Yeah, there's uh, quite a few. They're about, oh boy, more than... 30 or, or more uh, operations supply, ter- uh, supply chain interns, excuse me, uh, a number of them are actually here who will then be at different production facilities around the country. And so about half of us will be at uh, the headquarters in the Minneapolis area, in the suburb of Minneapolis, and the other half will be out in the field at different whether it's a dairy plant or a animal nutrition plant or something like that. That's great. So do they try and do some fun stuff with the interns? Will you have any events or trainings or anything like that from what you can tell with orientation? Yeah, they are. They're trying to, um, even during orientation, keep it kind of lively. <laughs> Our uh, hotel where we're meeting at this week is right at Kitty Corner from the Mall of America. So uh, everyone was invited to go out there last night and uh, given some um, – uh, dinner money to go out with our, our teammates and then over the summer there's uh, oh, opportunities nice. for yeah like uh, Minnesota Twins games and then um, there are actually quite a few other um, interns here with other like Fortune 500 companies I think there's even an event happening midsummer where interns from other companies like Target 
United Healthcare, 3M, and, and Mando Lakes and others will all get together for a big event, which will be, I have not heard of such a thing before. That, that should be pretty interested, interesting sometime this summer. Well, so as we wrap up, what would you say are you most looking forward to this summer? So far, everyone I've talked to within the company, executives on down, are really uh, available, and they, they want us not only to work on our projects but take time to uh, grab people for a coffee or stop by their office and, and talk about their business unit, and they don't want it to be siloed just within, even if I'm in supplier, supply chain operations to be within that division, but talk to people in finance or marketing or um, IT even and see what, what they're doing in, in their business lines and divisions and the problems and challenges and solutions that they are coming up with. So that, that really excites me that I, there's a op- broad opportunity to learn across the field and across the industry and, and not just be kind of pinpointed on one uh, specific topic. And I'm, I'm really excited to um, network with as many different people this summer and, and see what opportunities and what, what doors open yeah. um, in the future. So just kind of to wrap things up, tell me what people do for fun in Minneapolis. I know that everybody's excited to do more outdoor stuff, I'm sure, after some of the harsh winters. But um, what do y'all do for fun? What do you do for fun when you're on your in, in Minneapolis for your free time? Definitely. So um, Minnesota is known probably for all the lakes, the land of 10,000 lakes. And Minneapolis has a bunch of lakes uh, in the city as well. And they're great. They have trails around them. Um, once As the weather is warming up, everyone goes and runs and bikes and <laughs> rollerblades. Even rollerblading is still popular here with all the Sweet. ice hockey. Sweet. I, I love that. Can, a little uh, throwback. Yeah, a little throwback. Exactly. So uh, the that, that's pretty fun. There's a bunch of good restaurants and um, uh, some decent night, nightlife here, too. So there, it, it really is uh, dependent on the weather. But it, it, when the weather warms up, I think people uh, come outdoors and look to, to make yeah. the most of it. People are taking advantage of it. Well, that's great. Well, thanks so much for joining me today for this conversation. And I'm looking forward to touching base with you later in the summer to see how things are going with your internship. Uh, Definitely. Thanks so much, Sandy. I really enjoyed it. Emily Anderson at Owen at the Career Management Center. Hi, Emily. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So where are you today? Right now, yes. I am in L.A. Oh, okay. Will you be there to start your internship, or are you... No. Sunday, I'm flying out to Bellingham, Washington. Okay. Uh, basically, it's basically Canada at that point, <laughs> but uh, that's where I'm going to be for the summer. Great. Have you been there before? No, I, I'm, uh, I have not been to Bellingham. I didn't know it existed until about uh, three weeks ago. <laughs> Do you have a place to live lined up already, or are you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, T-Mobile set all that up for me. Oh, great. So. All right, so we want to talk today basically about your first year and how you've mm-hmm. gotten to 
flying out to Bellingham uh, over the weekend, mm-hmm. so everything that's led up to that. So just to give the, the listeners a bit of background, can you walk through your resume or, uh, or talk through your background just so they can get a sense of who you are? So as far as what I was doing right before I came to Owen, I was doing valuations for commercial real estate. I did that from when I graduated uh, in 2000. Well, I graduated in 2011, so beginning of 2012. Uh, with a place called Integra Realty Resources in their Austin office. I went to the University of Texas, McCombs, for my undergrad in business finance, specifically. So I pretty much just did that. Uh, on the side, a friend and I did some mobile app development as well. Uh, we developed this app called BoxHop that was basically a platform to connect movers with moving companies, or people moving with moving companies. Mm-hmm. And then um, after being at my my job for four, a little over four years, almost four and a half, I realized that I, I, don't, I didn't know exactly what, but I wanted a, a change, and uh, an MBA just seemed like the next natural step. I'm, I'm, I, th- I find myself a little numbers inclined, and I think big data is the trend that a lot of organizations are moving in, and so that was a hope that I would go back to school and get a little bit more exposure to that. And so then I went to Owen, um, and yeah, that's, and now I'm working with T-Mobile for the summer, and it was not really what I expected. I was trying to do more of a consulting type of thing, and, and, uh, but this opportunity came up, and I'm going to do it for the summer and just kind of see what happens. Great. So on your admissions application, what did you put right. down? Did you say you wanted to do consulting or? How? Yeah, I, I think it was it was consulting and sports. Oh, okay. Uh, like analytics, I think those are the two things I really was interested in doing. So what happened to the sports analytics? Did you actually try to pursue that, or did you? Yeah. Give I, up? I, so. <laughs> so it's 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 kind of two pronged. I, I applied a few places. It's one of those things where it is the network's much smaller and there's a lot less opportunities, so it's not so easy to break into. Um, some of it's on me. I, I probably could have pursued that a little more. Um, the recruiting process was a lot more intense than I expected, so I just was spent so much time doing, you know, kind of like the more traditional route that I didn't, didn't really have as much time as I would have liked to dedicate to the other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I'm still thinking about it long term in the sense of maybe I could work somewhere, you know, either consulting or or T-Mobile for a while, and then still jump over once I've established more experience, and maybe open more doors for myself. Um, it's it's maybe a long shot, but it is something I'm actually definitely interested in, and I wanted to take that sports analytics course yeah. this upcoming year as well. That's great. Yeah, that's what uh, we've seen over the years that. those types of jobs in sports are are really interesting it's just you know you really do have to get to know organizations um, because they don't hire in huge numbers so it's yeah you know their their recruiting process is hard Um, so so tell me about your year how did you did you do a lot of broad exploration aside from sports analytics uh, during the fall, did you go to a lot of information sessions, or what? How did you, how did you structure your year with regards to trying to figure out your career moves? Yeah. Um, so 
there was the first semester pretty much was HOP and investment making, and I knew I didn't really wasn't really interested in either of those things, so I didn't really pursue it that very much. But then the once the year rolled around, obviously I was interested in consulting. I went after a lot of that, but at some point I was kind of I was actually just going to a lot of different info sessions meeting a lot of different companies because I felt that oh I think I I thought I knew what I wanted to do. I was open to at least experiencing other things. So I interviewed for marketing positions, um, operations positions, uh, you know, consulting out because the T-Mobile thing wasn't really even on my radar. It was something I applied to randomly, and then I actually ended up meeting uh, Emily Faget, who is the second year that got the full-time with them, Mm -hmm. and she actually put me in contact with the recruiter and kind of got the ball rolling on that. So it was more coincidence than anything, especially since I met her at a prep session for an interview for jobs that she had as her internship the year before that she didn't accept for full-time. It was right. kind of a funny story. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think kind of, I think being open to different opportunities and if you're not something you, you absolutely think I have to do no matter what, it's definitely worth checking out and going to info sessions. But at the same time, it's, it's like, as I've kind of mentioned before, it's a pretty big time commitment and I will say I feel like at times it took up more time and, uh, than the actual schoolwork, and mm-hmm. that caught me off guard. Oh, I was just going to say, I think uh, we've heard that from quite a few people. Yeah, and once you get the internship, it's definitely, for me, it was a huge stress relief, and I, I was able to focus a lot more on school, which I, I enjoyed. So, that's good. Um, yeah, that's so- kind of my before I answer recruiting. <laughs> so what uh, what about, you know, your uh, interaction with Emily Faget when she was talking about T-Mobile, what about the program was appealing to you or at least caught your attention initially? Um, well, she explained to me about just the type of organization. It was like really fast-paced but um, open and they like new ideas and it's a pretty accepting organization and that was all these were all things that sounded appealing to me I probably am someone who's less interested in formality generally speaking mm-hmm. so uh, that part was alluring and then she just told me her whole experience with while recruiting and dealing with people and meeting the people that would be above her and her peers had just had everything had been positive and then the details of the program itself I mean this is the internship so it, at the end, you interview for the full time. It's like a three-year rotation, and then they make you a director in Bellevue, which is based in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been three years, and I thought that opportunity to progress that quickly isn't something that's as apparent in a lot of these programs, um, even for MBA students coming out. So I like that as well, and I thought the career advancement opportunities were excellent, as well as the organization seemed like it was. Uh, one to one to work for. They're they're in a they're in an old industry, relatively speaking, like telecoms. Uh, I say old, like it's very well established, but they're doing something different, and I, I think that's cool. I don't know their whole image is is like they put they put the customer first. They're fun. They take risks, and um, I thought that's worth exploring at least for a summer. Did they tell you whether you had to wear magenta <laughs> during <laughs> they, the, during uh, the summer? As far as I'm aware, all I have to wear is 
a t-shirt and jeans, and I'm good. Okay. Um, no majestic necessary, which was, that was, <laughs> I was super excited when I heard that. I bet you're going to come back with some t-shirts that are pink, uh, though. I probably will. Yeah. <laughs> The, the recruiter had already talked to me about saying how she wants me to be basically the brand ambassador for T-Mobile next year. Oh, yeah, there you go. And stuff for them on campus. So I'm sure I'll have to put on some stuff then. <laughs> uh, did, you, did they give you any idea of what you're going to work on out there, or is that to be determined once you start? So I got a very, like, two- to three-minute loose summary. So I'm going to be up in their call center in Bellingham, and they have, like, an analytics team up there. Okay. And just very high level, what I understand is I'm going to be helping leading the team and taking whatever the data is. I don't know specifically what kind of things they look at there and just using it more effectively and implementing that change on the team. And then they have some other organization, obviously it's a call center that deals with customers, but within the call center there's like a smaller organization that it, I think they deal with more internal issues and I'd be leading them as well. But like I said, I, I don't know that many specifics. This is about as detailed of a breakdown as I got. Yeah. Um, well, it sounds like it's good in that it will give you some exposure or further exposure to just general data analytics as far as building up yeah. your, own, your own experience in that area. Yeah, and the big thing is like, you know, learning to lead because they want to develop their leaders and executives from the program. So I think that's something they really push is the general management bent as well. Do you know how many interns they will have? Um, for the program in total, it's eight in the country. Okay. Um, and networkers scattered all over. So it's pretty selective then, it's, if it's only uh, eight. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the second year of it. The full-time, I think, they're around a few years longer, but the internship started last year, and they started with two. Oh, okay. And this year is eight, and then I don't know if they're going to grow it or keep it the same, but, yeah, it's a pretty new thing they got going. Great. Um, yeah. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, no, it should be cool. So, do you have any personal goals this summer as far as exploring the great Northwest or any anything else you feel like you really want to work on? Exploration-wise, well, you, you said that I was looking at, Bellingham's an hour south of Canada, so I'm going to definitely be visiting Vancouver and um, hopefully Victoria. Yeah. It's kind of in my off time. Yep. Uh, it should be pretty up there. It's uh, beautiful up there. Yeah, and growing up in Texas, it might be nice to have a summer that's not 100 degrees every day. Right. Uh, <laughs> and then as far as work-wise, I'm really just hoping to learn as much as I can. And I, ideally, it'll be a good experience for both me and the company and, you know, leverage that into a long-term plan with them. But um, it's, like I said, it was something really unexpected for me. So I'm sort of going to, I'm just going to take it day by day and, and just, absorb as much as I can because regardless of whether it is the ultimate fit for me I think there's a lot that I can learn right both as a leader and both like how to deal with information and data and just see how the organization works so I think that's the big thing for me is just be there be open and try to learn as much as possible right and you know see how I, how it fits me and how I fit them so that, that's definitely the goal for an internship is exposure to new things and um, a chance to really work on, you know, rounding out some experiences or skill sets, um, you know, to make you, you know, a better candidate internally or if you choose to, you know, go outside of that and go through recruiting again in the fall, you've got, you know, even more to, 
to go on. So on as far as back here at Owen through the through mm-hmm. the fall semester, were there certain things that you used for resources that were helpful? Like if you were giving advice to uh, an incoming student uh, about things to pay attention to or maybe uh, different um, things you read or, or, or resources that you use that could help um, as people are exploring and trying to narrow down a career search? Yeah, I, I mean, there's the obvious things like GPS and the Career Center. I mean, I, I think anyone that comes to Ellen will be pretty well familiarized with those aspects. For, for me, and I think a lot of people, just be open and like talk to your classmates, first year, second years, mm-hmm. network that way. It, like I said, it was an absolute coincidence for me. It wasn't even what I was intending to do, and it just worked out, but sometimes things work out like that. So I, I'm not even saying expect your classmates to get you a job or anything like that, but it's just like talk to people and see like what their experiences are and what they've done. And sometimes if you emulate that or, or take a lead, they'll be like, oh, I use this email list or this website or I talk to this person, it can open doors for you. Um, and that can be very important, especially at the beginning of recruiting. Everyone's going after the same jobs and it's pretty competitive. Um, and you know, that's not even considering these organizations that are looking at multiple schools. So um, I just say don't be discouraged when things don't go your way initially and just be open with your classmates and your friends and, and see like what they're doing and tell them what you're doing and brainstorm to, to figure out what are the best things you can do and the best resources you can use because there's a lot of resources. And I know I didn't use – I probably used you know, a fraction of the things I really could have. But it's, like I said, it's just such a time commitment. You can't, you, there's no way to use every single thing. So you have to figure out which ones are the most effective and will open the most doors for you and then focus on that. Yeah, that's great. I've always thought that um, in particular for uh, first-year students that getting to know your second-year classmates can be probably the the best resource there is because they've just gone through the whole process. So hopefully the mm-hmm. incoming first-years will be reaching out to your class to, uh, you know, get to know you guys better and ask good questions and help them as they go along. Mm-hmm. Um, so when do you finish up your internship? Do you have an end date? Yeah, it's like I'm actually going to have to miss the first two weeks of school. It's like the 25th or something oh, like that. Oh, it's really uh, all summer. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, it was actually going to start in two weeks, and I have missed three weeks, and I was like, I don't know, like three weeks <laughs> is a little much. Uh, so I had to move me up a week. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's, I don't. I don't know the specific date, but it's like two weeks from start of school, and I think school starts the fifteenth. So, sometime around the twenty fourth or twenty fifth is my last day. Great. Wow. So, well, you'll at least get to experience a full um, Northwest summer, and you may not want to yeah. come back where it's going to be probably ninety degrees in Nashville. Um, we're going to try to catch up with you towards the end of the internship. Would that be okay? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds perfect. Great. Gladly tell you about it. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other questions for me? No, I think that's it right now. But thanks for all the great information, and we uh, will definitely are looking forward to to hearing how things go the rest of the summer and what your observations are, not only of T-Mobile but of living in a completely different area of the country. Yeah. I well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me, and I look forward to talking to you soon. All uh, right. Have thanks. a great summer. You too. 
Thanks to Ben, Sandy, Yashar, and Emily for their time this week, and thank you for listening. You can find more stories and information about Owen by visiting our website, business.vanderbilt.edu, or following at Vanderbilt Owen on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. The views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Vanderbilt University or the Vanderbilt Owen Graduate School of Management. Music is provided by Mike Foster. I'm Nate Luce.